Yeah, long khaki shorts and tall black socks are like the Central Valley's version of Lederhosen. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's like dressing up for Oktoberfest year round. <laughs> While well, well, constantly gear. listening to Limp Biscuit. It's never gone out of style. <laughs> oh, man. They're just getting jacked on that hot dog water. <laughs> <laughs> this chocolate starfish never yeah. went out of style here <laughs> oh man i'm so glad i don't listen to limpus kid <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Part-Time Podcast. My name is Chris, and this week I'm joined by my full-time friend, Tim. How's it going, everybody? Uh, it's going great, Tim. Uh, I know you didn't ask me, but I'm going to answer anyway. Ooh, um, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, our uh, our audience uh, might have noticed that we're down a host this week. Um, I only introduced one friend, and that's because Addison is off celebrating his birthday. And didn't invite either of us, so... no. I've got some thoughts on that, but we can get into it. Yeah. Um, I pushed that deep, deep down inside of me and uh, tried to crush it with my mind vice. Yeah. So uh, here's to um, avoiding uncomfortable truths about our friendship. But, you know, here we are. <laughs> so I awkwardly brought that up um, in front of Addison's wife this past week. Um, yeah. when they were talking about this trip they're going on. Um, and I was like, oh yeah, that's cool. Like I didn't want to go. And the look on both of their faces when like the blood ran out and they were like, <laughs> well, don't you have, we're like, I said it so jokingly, like as sarcastic <laughs> as I could possibly say it. Um, but when I saw that I had gotten one over on him, I, I had to run with it for a few minutes and. Yeah. You know, talk about how sad I was that, you know, this is the first time <laughs> that we could have done this because we live in the same city. And yeah, um, it was, it was, it was a fun five minutes of, of panic on their part. <laughs> yeah. We'll just have to have birthdays and not invite them, you know, yeah. just to even the score. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I won't share any of my vegan cake with any of you. <laughs> you can't have any of my vegan cake. Yeah. <laughs> it's gross and so but you can't have it <laughs> the fact that i can't have it makes me want it more right yeah yeah this gross dry just bland cake you can't have any of it <laughs> uh, i forgot to mention at the top of the episode this is episode 15 Woo! yeah can you believe we've been doing this for 15 episodes um it feels like it's been so much longer Really. Yeah. <laughs> to me, every, every episode feels like the first episode because uh, I'm constantly trying to remember um, how I formatted everything last time. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, heaven one day forbid we'll get we write anything down ever. Yeah. Way too uh, easy. No, we fly fast and loose here. Yeah. So if uh, you're just joining us for the first time this week, uh, today's episode might be a little bit different just because we're down a host, but the quality will not suffer, I assure you. Um, 
what we normally do is we find uh, things from across the internet that we think are interesting or funny, and then we have a discussion about them, um, and then hopefully uh, you'll find something that will uh, resonate with you that you can then take back into your life. You know, we try to find interesting things, and then, you know, maybe you haven't heard of them, so that that way you can, you know, have stuff to talk about at the water cooler, so to speak. Are there still water coolers? Um, I have a water cooler in my office. Do you have one of yours? Um, there's one, but it doesn't work. Um, there's oh. no, there's no refillable bottles for it. Um, nor is there a water line hooked up. So it just kind of collects dust in a uh, in a break room. You know. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, I guess my water cooler is less of an actual water cooler and more of just like cold brew coffee <laughs> on tap. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Portland. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh if you forgot your beanie that day there's like a little beanie station that you can put oh. on before the tap won't even work if you're not wearing your beanie but like it has to be it can't really be it's basically just like sitting on the top of your head you're not really wearing it right. it's more like there you know how many times like i forget it's been a while since i've been to portland what's the required number of rolls on the beanie as well like you have to roll it so many times that it <laughs> becomes the smallest hat you can possibly put on your head yeah, you got to have a minimum of five inches clearance between the top of your ear and where the bottom of the beanie starts. Okay, that's I, yeah. I couldn't remember the ratios. Thanks for the reminder. Yeah, no, you're welcome. Yeah. Um, yeah, so with that, uh, with that knowledge and without further ado, let's jump right into uh, our topic this week. Ooh, let's get wet. <laughs> I, I'm always wearing my swimsuit, so... Tim, you, I, uh, I heard a little bird tell me, a little crow, uh, tell me that, uh, you got something juicy for us this week. Yeah. So I figure with this being kind of a, a weird episode, um, where Addison's not here, Addison and I kind of, I feel like team up on Chris with stuff from time to time, um, <laughs> that, uh, he has no knowledge of. Um, and so since Addison's gone and this is just me solo in California this week, I figured I'd bring something that was a little, um, I don't know, something I have some experience in. Um, and I'll just state from the foreground here that, uh, this does not implicate me in any sense. Um, this is not legally binding. All of these are um, theories, uh, no experience to back any of this. Yeah, stuff. it's speculative. This speculative. is like if yeah. it happened to a friend of yours. Right. This is all based off of reading research papers and, and, and such. Um, so, yeah, the topic that I, I was researching this week is about uh, the push to legalize psilocybin mushrooms. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it's it's decriminalized in what? In Just in Denver, right? Yeah, so last May, the city of Denver voted to decriminalize uh, the possession of psilocybin mushrooms. Okay. And uh, shortly thereafter, I believe it was November, where Oakland as well followed suit and decriminalized the city of Oakland for that as well. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, that, that, how do you decriminalize Oakland? Aren't there like tons of criminals there? <laughs> well, 
you're 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 getting a little racist there, Chris. I'm just oh, gonna let me pull I didn't you bring back. race into it. I just said there's lots of criminals there. Yeah, didn't you though? Didn't you? Um, I I'm surprised that Oakland took that step over um the bay like the larger Bay Area. Right. Yeah, I I was surprised too. I didn't hear anything like I, it was talked about a lot. I think in the news for Denver because there was like a lot of movement behind it and it was the first one um so it kind of came as a pretty big surprise to me as well with uh with oakland um i thought that it would have been berkeley or something to start this movement but uh they went right to the east bay and and oakland jumped in first nice yeah so fear yeah well i could say that uh they probably lost their sense of fear from taking mushrooms and that's how all this happened (laughs) (laughs) okay cool well tell me more yeah so um there's been this kind of resurgence as of late you know if you don't know anything about mushrooms um essentially it's a you know a totally naturally growing strain of mushroom Um, there's probably a dozen or so that have this psychoactive um psilocybin chemical compound in them um and it got really really popular in the movement in the 60s for people to take mushrooms and trip um because it was a much i'd say calmer experience than lsd um so it got really really popular for a while in the 60s and there's actually a company in switzerland a pharmaceutical company who um, synthesized a synthetic version of it. And Hmm. from 1961 to 1968, it was completely legal. And people were being given this as an antidepressant. In Switzerland or um, like worldwide? Um, So that I didn't research on, to be honest. Um, I know that it was a, a Swiss company that was... Uh, that was doing this. Um, so I would assume it would, it would have to be like in Europe, yeah, basically, right? Like I, if they're doing it, like Europe's doing it, right? I, I would assume that it was just a Europe thing, but it was really popular yeah. from, like I said, that seven, eight year span. Um, and then I've never, I've never taken, uh, I've never partaken of the magic mushroom myself, but I would imagine if you're depressed and then you take this, like, I mean, they've synthesized it, so they've probably like watered it down a little bit but that's got to be like a pretty drastic trip right like <laughs> yeah so essentially what it does um hypothetically speaking um can yeah myself, totally um <laughs> it uh it brings on this sense of euphoria um not to like the extent of like mdma or anything like that um but it gives you this kind of sense of connection where it it's like opening your eyes up uh, a little bit wider. Um, So, yeah, I mean, people that suffer from depression, um, I myself have had, you know, little spouts of it uh, throughout my life. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say that it's like an ongoing thing. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's definitely something that it weighs you down. You know, depression, PTSD, all these kind of mental illnesses. Um, You feel like you have like this weight on you. And what this does is it just kind of pulls all that back and allows you rather than being so focused 
on maybe your problems or the issue that's right in front of you, um, it, it really just opens you up to a more connected sense of being, um, mm. where lights are brighter, sound is better, um, you know, you're schnozberries taste like schnozberries yeah that you can yeah. taste all the schnozberries you want it, it, <laughs> it, it's it, i'm not gonna lie it's a bit like walking into wonka's factory um <laughs> from you know this like drab london or wherever they, they were in england weren't they um, yeah they were somewhere over there yeah so like that very like drab gray scale to like walking in and like now everything's bright and and just beautiful and there's this music and this all these you know olfactory senses are just getting hammered it's actually pretty similar to that now if Uh, i remember right willy wonka's factory was like kind of (laughs) terrifying it it could definitely be seen that way i mean i mean i guess like what happens in there is terrifying more so than like the factory itself so right like slavery and kids getting murdered for <laughs> eating chocolate yeah That's... just casual child murder right just real casual slavery um you know no big deal yeah um so yeah so it had this resurgence and then i feel like anything that is working um, you know, the government took note and decided that this was now going to be a schedule one drug. Um, yeah, th- I, I find that fascinating, especially with like in, in comparison to marijuana, because them making it such a federally offensive crime has halted any study of it. Right. So like even even though it's illegal to possess and to use and to purchase and whatever, um, it, it stops researchers from even studying it for the most part. It's like so tightly controlled that like, it, besides what they did in the sixties and maybe seventies or whatever, like we, we all, we almost know basically nothing about it. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that is kind of the, the definition of a schedule one, uh, drug. Um, it, it says that the government recognizes no medical use for the drug, and says it carries a high risk of abuse. Which, I mean, I guess it, I mean, every, I don't know. Sure, it it could be abused. Fine, I'll, I'll grant them that. But, like, if you're going to schedule one something before you completely understand it, I feel like that's not, I don't know, it's irresponsible. Yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. <laughs> Theoretically. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it it brings into light kind of a greater issue in my mind that I have with like government as a whole is, it's like anytime I feel like we're making an end road towards something, um, that is going to be like super beneficial on like a macro level, um, it's all of a sudden banned. Or there's regulation put on it to the point that um, it's not feasible any longer. Um, you know, like unto renewable energy sources 40 mm-hmm. years ago. You know, yeah. big oil like paid off all that shit so that we, you know, <laughs> we couldn't deal with it anymore. And, and now we're now that we're like on this like precipice of, you know, actual disaster we're like, oh, just kidding. Let's try and catch up. Well, I think we done fucked up already. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they 
it's almost like we have um, a problem with lobbying in our government to the point where any sort of progress is hindered until whoever is making money at the time can figure out how to make money from the thing that is going to put them out of business right. so that they in turn can stay in business and put the small guys out of business. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, it, it would be like if that was happening, not that that's actually happening. No, 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 no. That's definitely not happening in multiple industries across the world. Um, yeah. We have nothing to worry about. These aren't the droids you're looking for. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So, like I said, being that this is a Schedule 1 in the U.S. as a whole, uh, it's completely stopped the research on it um, because it's, it's illegal for even researchers to own. Um, so now that there's been these two cities that have allowed for the decriminalization of it, um, that in lies a place for research to now take place. Um, and and so there's been some pretty amazing research studies taking place now, uh, with people who are suffering from PTSD from, you know, post-war. I mean, as a country, we've been in a perpetual state of war for 20 years, you know, and Mm -hmm. the toll that that's taken on our population and all these young people that we've sent over to fight for us is crazy. Um, And they're not finding good solutions with, you know, taking Xanax or Valium or super crazy, like antipsychotic medicines to deal with these things. They're just taking a more natural approach would be better. Yeah, definitely. So we're seeing this happen now, and um, a lot of studies have been done. And what they do in these studies is they just give people one single dose ever. It's not like they put them on some sort of like regimen. It's literally, here's your one dose. Let's check back with you 30, 60, 90 days later. Um, and the changes that it's having on these people's lives is amazing i would say i don't want to quote a statistic and because i don't have it in front of me but the majority of the people who are taking these um you know natural psilocybin based treatments um, are seeing amazing life-altering results oh yeah that's i mean when you're allowed to actually test it it's i don't know it seems like something of this nature would in my mind like it makes sense that it would outperform anything that like is synthetic right in any way because it i don't know like our bodies seem to respond better to naturally occurring things not that they can't respond to synthetic things it just seems like there's less drawbacks or less side effects yeah for sure i mean that's the whole problem with most of these things is people might see some sort of benefit from going on one of these you know, typical drugs, but the amount of side effects that come along with them is usually as bad, if not worse than the minor bit of relief they're getting from that drug. Um, I know I read a book by Sam Harris. Um, it it was more about like keeping spirituality in your life, Mm -hmm. like without necessarily adopting, um, like a religion, but there, he has a whole chapter advocating for, stuff like mushrooms and psilocybin and and whatnot and like even prescribing like how to how to use it and like how to have 
a safe trip, so to speak, Mm -hmm. you know, like have someone guide you through it and, you know, how beneficial it can be. Right. And I think, so people like, um, Sam are, are out there kind of doing this on their own and have been for a lot of years. So in my research and looking into how we've gotten to this legal research, um, you know, you find a ton of illegal research that's kind of taken place in, you know, non-controlled environments with people either growing what they can and, and testing it on themselves or uh, buying it from somebody and, and taking it. Um, and uh, so there's this uh, doctor um, named Paul Stamets, mm-hmm. um, who he was recently on Joe Rogan's podcast. And okay. um, this guy... I think we talked about him on an earlier episode and talking about like the bee population. Yeah. Um, so this is the same guy who that the guy who talks about bees is also like the mushroom doctor. <laughs> okay. And uh, so he talks about um, all of these benefits of kind of regularly taking um, psilocybin. Um, so there's two kind of schools of thought um, where you've got, a macro dose, which would be considered anything over five grams in one sitting, um, okay. versus a micro dose, which is, you know, a tenth of that or less, um, taken on a more regular interval. Um, so what he ad- advocates for is to for people to take, you know, like one tenth of what's considered a dose for three days a week. And then you mm-hmm. go off for four days and then you go on for three days and off for four days. Wow. So these micro doses are to the point where you don't have like the trip, like you talked mm-hmm. about, you know, like, so there's no, um, bad trip sensation, um, because there's essentially, there's no good trip sensation. Um, Got it. because you're not taking enough to cognitively, recognize that some sort of change is happening. Um, so you're getting the perks without necessarily like the feeling of having taken anything. Right. Exactly. Um, so what he's done in his research, either through himself taking or him and his friends kind of experimenting with this for the past 30 plus years um, is when you take this consistent microdose of it, um, you end up with all of those benefits, but they come on over time. Um, so it's like it's something that works up into your system where you start to see this, you know, resurgence of depression uh, or depressed mm-hmm. feelings, um, ability to cope with the symptoms of PTSD. Um, it's been really beneficial in their research for people with at end of life, um, where they've got oh, yeah. some terminal cancer or terminal disease. And they're like, well, I'm literally just waiting around for the next six months while I die. Um, yeah. like I, I can't even imagine like the depression and stuff that comes along with that. Oh yeah. Um, if I were terminal, I would say like, give me, I, give me one of everything, please. Right. Like just try anything to like make me feel yeah. a little bit better, you know? Um, so yeah, these people are taking it and having the, you know, this buildup of a euphoric feeling of just being able to get through your day better. And, uh, it's pretty amazing stuff. And I'm, I'm super excited that, uh, 
the kind of onus on it is relaxing a bit um pretty similar to the way that you know medical marijuana happened i think we're going to see something um much like that happen with psilocybin over the next little bit here yeah cool well uh you heard it here if you're curious about this kind of stuff uh you can just walk around the streets of denver no one can stop you (laughs) and uh move to oakland or at least take a day trip because uh they need your tourism money yeah definitely Actually, I hear Oakland is like pretty gentrified by now, so I don't know if that's really true or not, but um, in my mind, it's still true. Right. Like everywhere. I mean, it's uh, it's getting gentrified. Gotta love yeah. us white people. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, white people, um, I was looking around some misconnections that uh, I think would be fun to read. Oh, yeah. Let's check it out. They're definitely um, all white. They're, they're only <laughs> white people on posting on misconnections. Yeah. Uh, I was looking around. Um, uh, Craigslist has changed their format so many times. That, like, I don't really know where to find anything other than, you know, like how to buy stuff sometimes. And so I was trying other formats and I uh, read it unsurprisingly has a, has a misconnection subreddit. Nice. Um, and this one is titled uh, Terry, period. I know you stole my baseball glove. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, this one, it's a short but powerful story, so let me read this to you. <laughs> yeah, uh, let, hold on. Let me, let me buckle in. Okay. All right. The year was 1998. We were on the Tornadoes baseball team in Broomfield, Colorado. I was on second base. After being up to bat, I watched you take my baseball glove and put it in your bag. I know we were six, but you're a dick. Wait, hold, hold I... on. Pause there. <laughs> okay. Did you just say, I know we were six? Yeah. Like he six, says, six years old. Yeah. Okay. He says, I watched you take my baseball glove and put it in your bag. <laughs> I know we were six, but you're a dick. I hope you see this little glove stealing six-year-old dick (laughs) how is that a misconnection like (laughs) yeah it's like he obviously i think i think uh um terry just took off he never saw him again yeah well i mean it is 2020 if this happened 22 years ago and this guy was six he's 28 years old like how hard is it for this guy to like get on Facebook yeah. and find Terry? <laughs> well, I don't know if this is, I don't know if it was posted by a guy. Cause the user is a uh, body pillow bride. <laughs> That's their username. <laughs> well, that means that they, they've ordered a body pillow bride. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. It's definitely a guy. Uh, but the top comment by uh puppet popper pirate is, uh, get fucked Terry. <laughs> 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 yeah i guess i'll add to that you little thief you little shit fuck terry what are you doing man yeah and uh thick donut says when they're named terry they're always little fuck pigs always 
<laughs> Always. <laughs> no. So, Chris, do you know uh, any Terry's? W- um, I know one Terry, and I think it's Addison's dad. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I'm not going to co-sign this Terry, this Terry hate going on because I will say that you know Addison's dad's a pretty good guy. Yeah, he's a pretty cute turkey. He's the cutest of turkeys. (laughs) Just talking about Tim Tams all the time, like he's in Australia. Yeah, Yeah, uh, I wanted to bring this one just to put the word out there that if anyone knows Terry, uh, who played on the Tornadoes baseball team in Broomfield, Colorado in 1998, um, that Body Pillow Bride is looking for their baseball glove. Yeah, and also get fucked, Terry. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So this led me down not that particular post, but like the misconnections on Reddit. Like there are very, very specific misconnection threads. Okay. Like, so there is one that I found that's just for um, misconnections in the grocery store Kroger. Okay. <laughs> so maybe not everybody knows what a Kroger is. They don't have them oh. everywhere. Yeah, so Kroger, uh, they're like a grocery store conglomerate. They own a ton of different grocery stores. Um, I'm trying to think. Do they, they might own Smith's. I think they do. Um, I think they also own um, or own King Supers. Own, um, Albertsons. Yeah, so this one is just for people who've had misconnections in Kroger. This one says, um, so this person says they, they are, there's no username because this is, this is from Craigslist. It's, but the age they listed is they're 31. Okay. Uh, they're looking men for women. Okay. And it says, the title is, you farted in Kroger yesterday. It's, so that, that's the title. <laughs> that's it? <laughs> that's the title, yeah. Uh, the body of, the, of this post says, you were the tall brunette with the near perfect body mm. that farted in the bread section last night. I was the tall guy that looked uh, over and asked, Hey, was that you? <laughs> you quickly replied, no, it wasn't me. You almost seemed insulted, I, w- I would ask. As the stink grew, you continued to deny your flatulence, but it was evident. <laughs> I tried to get rid of the stench by waving two loaves of ciabatta bread. <laughs> <laughs> you proceeded to storm off in an angry manner. I just want you to know, you're beautiful. And even if you are a liar <laughs> and fart like a Clydesdale, I'd love to meet up. Yeah. I mean, at some point you're going to realize that that happens and your partner <laughs> is going to have to deal with that. So I mean, why not give Chibata guy a, a, a chance, you know? Yeah. Can we please. start some sort of like group to help this guy out? I mean, I know he already posted this to Craigslist and it got reposted <laughs> on Reddit, but is there any way we can get this on like Fox news and help this guy find his Clydesdale? This is exactly the kind of content I would expect to be on Fox news. Yeah. That's why I said we need to bring it to them. (laughs) Um, Yeah. The thing that I find striking is that um, this misconnections person, they didn't run, right? right? Like they could have gotten out at any moment, but they stuck around. They decided to wait, wait through the flatulence by waving two loaves of ciabatta bread, to, <laughs> you know, to cut through the stench just to talk to this person. Right. I think that says but, a lot about their, their, their character. 
Yeah. It's commitment, yeah. right? Yeah. They're in it for the long haul. And for a um, millennial, that's, I mean, almost unheard of. Yeah. To ruin some perfectly good ciabatta bread you can make avocado toast with. Right. Um, but I mean, come on, we've all, we've all crop dusted the bread aisle, right? Yeah. I mean, I thought that's where you were supposed to fart in Kroger's. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, isn't that like, it says like, you know, Ezekiel bread, ciabatta bread, fart in this section. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, it helps. It ha- it's the longest stretch of runway, like in the whole grocery <laughs> store. <laughs> and that bread kind of like soaks in the fermented flatulence yeah yeah i mean it's the smartest place to do it (laughs) it 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 ages the sourdough yeah and that's all you really want i mean it's that it's part (laughs) of the starter isn't it like i hear people talk about sourdough starters it's basically just farts yeah sourdough starters are farts so um can't take that back well, I'm a big fan of this uh, Reddit that I'm just hearing about for the first time. I now want to live on it um, because you should go on there. There's some good ones. I, I've got to um, because I would say like when we were in college, like the yeah. grocery store was a pretty happening place to like pick chicks up because it was um, indoors when it was snowing. It was yep. warm. Yep. And everyone needs groceries. Yeah. And you could also like suss out like what their, their habits are. You know, it's like a good conversation starter. Like I see there you have the makings of avocado toast. I'm also a <laughs> douchebag who likes avocado toast. What's up? Um, yeah, I've got, so I, I've, I've had one more here I can share. Please. Um, I'm on the edge of my seat. Yeah. Just to, just to wet that appetite. Mm. Um, this one this one's also a bit of a story so hang it stick with me uh this one is posted by the user called lana deli tray is is that like a play on lana del rey i believe so nice (laughs) and it's titled we went on a tinder date two years ago and you bit me (laughs) (laughs) riveting already i'm yeah i'm so intrigued (laughs) Well, I hope I hope they change the names here because they might be kind of doxing this person, but we'll see. I'll, I'll play along because they posted it, so there's nothing I can do about it. Right. It says, Amanda, I drove 45 minutes while it was snowing to see you for our Tinder date. You were a complete weirdo, but also nice enough that I figured I'd go through with the date. Your house was really cool, too. Um, I sold you reefer, and you said you'd PayPal me. I even saw you type in my info. Then... While we were mid-conversation, you fucking bit me. Not in a sexy way, just like fucking rawr. <laughs> bit me on the arm while I was talking. I knew I knew it was time to bail, so I texted my friend telling him to fake having a flat tire on the side of the highway so I'd have an excuse to leave. Solid move. <laughs> Amanda, you never paid pal me. I blocked you blocked my number. You owe me eighty dollars for disco spinach, Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> all Disco i know is your address <laughs> yeah i've never heard that turn of phrase before yeah but first time i, I love it <laughs> he said uh all i know about you is your address so sometimes when spam mail things ask me to fill something out i put your address down hoping your mailbox get flooded with bs <laughs> anyway if this sounds like you reach out to me so we can settle this i won't 
Repeat, won't apologize for sending spam mail to your house. End of story. The passive-aggressive <laughs> anger that's going on with this person right now is an all-new level that I've never yeah. heard of. <laughs> the commitment for $80. Like, I mean, $80 is a lot of money, right? But yeah. like a year ago for $80 no, or no, two, two years, years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. It's with inflation, that's like, that's like a, a 2020, like $10 bill, you know? Right. I, I don't doubt that they needed the money or may, might still need the money, but man, for two years, that's, that's a lot of commitment. But Amanda, if you're out there, um, please reach out to us or reach out to Lana Deli Trey. Let's get this solved. Let's actually like build some bridges with this podcast. Right. Let's take 2020 and start out on a new a new foot. Let's leave 2018 biting and disco spinach stealing in the past. And let's just get into like clean slates and clear hearts. Can't lose. <laughs> clean slates, clear hearts, can't lose. That's uh our coach taylor turn of phrase here yeah tm 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 yeah (laughs) it's ours now man i i'm just trying to like imagine how this date went down like at what point (laughs) in a tender date do you offer to sell your date disco spinach yeah it's like is that is tender like a an underground for just drug sales I don't someone who's just like haven't heard of. I've never heard of that. And I would say that I spend a fair amount of time on Twitter or Tinder. I mean, Um, (laughs) so I, and I've never um, been propositioned for nor offered to sell drugs to somebody Mm -hmm. on Tinder. You just need to go on more Tinder dates with Amanda's. I guess. I mean, Amanda hit me up. I, generally have some pretty fire disco spinach on me <laughs> disco spinach <laughs> so good I did recently see a uh, Vice News video um, okay. that was talking about, um, and this is like recently produced. So these people uh, at Vice News are about five years behind the times um, talking about how Snapchat is just a place to buy drugs. Um, okay. And I can confirm that for five years that's been a fact (laughs) (laughs) basically since snapchat's inception yeah i mean people think that it's like encrypted and your information's safe because like when you after you read your message it it disappears from your screen um so with that super level of encryption um people think that that's like the safest place to like make these transactions and I can tell you that nothing goes away. Like, yeah. you type something, it's always somewhere. 
Yeah, cops don't know how to screenshot their phones. That's a fact. Right. They're like physically incapable of doing that. So yeah, nor do they. That's know, why it's so prevalent. Yeah, nor do they know how to like subpoena Snapchat to get your conversations. That's never happened. Right. Yeah, <laughs> they would never do that. No, and it's not like Snapchat <laughs> is not, uh, you know, storing all of your personal private information and selling it to whoever wants it. That's not happening either. No. No. No, couldn't be. No, never. Not <laughs> not in today's age. It's not like China's buying it or anything. <laughs> You'd have to be into some pretty wild conspiracies to believe something like that. Yeah, the wildest. Um, <laughs> speaking of conspiracies, if you haven't listened to our last week's episode, you should definitely go back and, and give it a listen. There, there's some hefty... We take on some hefty weight in, in those episodes. Yeah, we, we tackle the coronavirus hard, and we... Uh, also take on um, QAnon and the Clintons. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we we don't leave any stone unturned. No, no. Can can I just say, I mean, we've never done this before. We do callbacks, but um, I just saw an article today about the coronavirus yeah. that um, like 15,000 people were reported um, as having the coronavirus in a single day. In one day, they got they were diagnosed with it. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, um, kind of piggybacking on that. Remember in in the last episode when you talked about it was either you or Addison talked about how they were like burning a ton of bodies, or at least it, it was like proposed that they were burning a ton of bodies. Yeah. Um, I listened to an episode of the Daily yesterday that was talking about the coronavirus and how this this family was appalled that, um they were like quarantined in their, in their home and, and the grandma and the grandpa of the family died or something like that. And, um, they were basically just wheeled out of the house in a wheelbarrow to go to like a mass grave to be incinerated. Holy shit. And I was like, Oh, okay. Like they might actually just be burning people in big giant pits somewhere and tried to like play it off. Like it's not happening. Yeah. Yeah. So I wasn't really like super buying into all that. Uh, but now I'm like, okay, there might be some truth to this. I told you, man. I, I told both you and Addison <laughs> and all of our listeners, I said, mark the date, mark the time. <laughs> and this whole week, I could just say that like my biggest fears about this whole thing are kind of being proven true. <laughs> so if this is your first time listening to us and you haven't listened to the last episode, go back and listen to that if you want to know more context around this. Yeah. Um, we we talk about the coronavirus and uh it's pretty interesting i I'd, I'd have to say yeah it's definitely interesting definitely scary <laughs> yeah very scary uh but not too scary for you because we are your audio nightlight that keeps the monsters at bay that's right yeah and if you've listened this far and you're like man this is actually kind of boring you know what double double use here just listen to us when you're trying to go to sleep and you have like insomnia yeah put you right to sleep too so you know also (laughs) we can can serve two purposes yeah and also don't judge us on this episode because we're we're a man down you know i can tell you that 22 years from now i will be writing a post on the internet about how addison didn't invite me to his birthday and um, (laughs) i'm searching for him because we are now estranged and no longer friends I look forward to reading that on, on, on Missed Connections if Reddit is still around by then. Oh, it'll still be around. It'll probably replace <laughs> Fox News because it's basically Fox News. 
you, you might not be wrong. Um, <laughs> um, well, great. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. If you made it this far and we hope you did, uh, we really appreciate um, any support that we get. Like I mentioned last week, we do this for fun, uh, you know, to make ourselves laugh. And it's great when we know that other people are enjoying it as well. So uh, if you do enjoy it, please uh, make your way over to Apple podcast and give us a rating. That really helps. It, it not only helps like, you know, get noticed, but it also just helps us improve. If we have comments, um, we're, we're always looking for new members of this uh, full-time family. Yeah, definitely. And uh, remember subscribe to us. Uh, that helps as well on whatever platform that you're listening to that way our regularly released episodes are just downloaded right into your player and you don't have to go looking for us every week uh just know that we'll be there um also you can follow us on twitter and instagram um those links will be in the description to the show uh it's basically the part-time pod just about everywhere um and you can catch us on our website at uh, theparttimepod.com as well yeah, and we would love to hear from you, like I said. So, like, drop us an email at pt.podcasters at gmail.com. And, you know, we'd love to maybe answer any listener mail on the show. Or if you have uh, a hot tip for us, you know, a story or whatever you want to talk about, um, it, you know, a job posting for Tim, a misconnection for, you know, uh, his after work activities, or. Uh, if you have a thought experiment of your own that you'd like us to feature on the show, like we'd love to hear about it. Uh, so you can you can do that again through our email, pt.podcasters at gmail.com. Um, and we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, and I definitely need all the help I can get in the job market, the love market, the life market. Uh, I'm a hot <laughs> mess, guys. And uh, your help is uh, greatly appreciated. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've got a I've got a lead for you next week on job, so we'll we'll save that as a teaser for next time. I can't wait, Chris. I'm dying here. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna try a new sign off line this week. Oh just yeah. Just to test it out and 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 see how it feels. Um. Well, great. Well, thanks for listening to us. This has been the Part Time Podcast. My name is Chris, and uh, keep it sleazy. Ooh, I like that. Um, I'm a classic guy, so this has been Tim, and uh, don't quit your day job. Don't quit your day job. They owe you at least, like, I don't know, um, an emotionally damaged merit badge or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can Needs buy that. Therapy at the... merit badge. <laughs> yeah.